Review cultist, and tonight is not an usual night. Uh, we, I have a special guest, <laughs> and boy, am I special! Hey, this is Adam from the Roll Point Exchange. Happy to be back to my second home. We're happy to, for you to have you here. <laughs> um, so a little time ago, uh, you guys might, any listeners uh, of our show, might remember a little episode that Adam was on. Um, there's something weird in the woods of Slade, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Is that about the title name? I believe so. That was the episode that by the time we actually got around to recording it, it had disappeared from the annals of the internet and you had to dig through like some deep seated cache files. Yeah. I had to go to archive.org. Uh, and luckily I had the, the link for the, the original website. So, um, yeah, so and we, we we talked we brainstormed on a couple of like ideas because that the story wasn't like great, <laughs> but <laughs> it did provide a lot of fodder for like what exactly is in Slade, Kentucky. <laughs> and it also opened my eyes to the creepypasta state that is Kentucky. <laughs> we got quite a bit of things going on here. It yeah, the original concept of that episode was uh, us and T- Tara, we were all going to pick out something from our area that we live in and then, you know, kind of show and tell kind of thing. And I, I happened to find the Slade, Kentucky one, which was, I mean, I could be in Slade in 40 minutes from where I live. It's not a, a big deal. I thought it was cool. I understood the references to the local scenery and all that. And I was glad to be able to jump on and talk about this. Your words were really kind. It was, dude, it was shitty. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't like to shit on somebody else's work, especially if they're starting or if they're kind of like, I mean, creepypasta is, is often an amateurish writing format, but it is, it it does bear fruit. And even sometimes it's even, even like just reading it and just like, well, I could like, like, it, it does inspire sometimes. Yeah. Um, so much, much like manure can cause flowers to grow. <laughs> I understand. Exactly. Yeah. That, that kind of uh, little metaphor. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, and, and yeah, like you, you said, like it, uh, that story, even like you, you recognize some of the things like Miguel's pizza, which is nightmarish to see even <laughs> uh, when I Googled it. <laughs> yeah. It's a logo. Like, Oh, <laughs> and, um, you know, and the, the trails I've, went on several of them and all and it it was it was cool i wish i could have don't be mean adam don't be mean uh you know i wish i could have uh you know found the next great american novel but instead i found that but it, it you know it spawned a pretty decent episode and a good conversation and you know what it spawned this episode didn't it yep because uh there's a your your off comment of uh boop. they compared it just being to similar to a dolphin, which yeah. you know, in my notes, I were well. That's your <laughs> typical Eastern Kentucky tree dolphin. <laughs> Thank you, editor me. Uh, yeah, the the Kentucky tree dolphin, which I just kind of took to because it was just so like it's such an evocative name. <laughs> like it, it, it's 
it, it felt like um like the kind of name that like Americana cryptids are. Mm-hmm. Um like you've got the um uh well like the Loveland uh, the Loveland Frogman or um the hop uh the Hopkinsville goblins or which is also from Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um uh the Doverman Demon or the Jersey Devil, like stuff like that. So like and then you have the Kentucky tree dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Which I really don't even know how I came up with that. It was just it was that shit that um <clears throat> that evocative description of the uh, creature and then like just a it just formed in my mouth as I said it. That makes no sense. But I mean I did, there was no forethought, but yeah. Said something goofy, we giggled about it, and then weeks later. Yeah, and then review cultist me is <laughs> is like on Twitter, like thinking about it, and then looking at all this siren head stuff, and like all the other fantastic crypt, like new cryptid stuff that's coming out of uh, um, the swamp. Uh, I think he's the swampy ghost uh, on Twitter, uh, Trevor Henderson, uh, and his like fantastic little like creepy photo manipulations. Uh, and I was like, you know, what? I I got inspired by that as well as the Kentucky tree dolphin. I was like, I want to, I want to make this into something. I want to make a, I want to design this cryptid. Yeah. Um, and so then I just, and I'd been working on another idea for, um, for a cryptid called a cognivore, uh, which is basically just a psych vampire, um, or just like another name for a psychic vampire type creature that feeds on like mental energies and stuff like that. Um, for another game idea, um, and uh, I eventually kind of combined that creature as a subspecies along, like basically, I cr- I started. I started creating a genus of cognivores um, stemming from like the tr- Kentucky tree dolphin to this other creature that I, I eventually named the, um, uh, the new England crab monkey. <laughs> uh, and then I started like looking at other like things that we had mentioned in El Dente Rigamortis um, that we had like kind of come up with like as like head cannons or like as like spawned from, uh, from other stories. So I have like about four cognivores right now set up. <laughs> But we're going to talk mostly, I think, on the Kentucky Tree Dolphin um, okay. in this kind of kitchen episode of El Dente Rigamortis. Okay. That so, sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, we also got a, a Twitter uh, comment, I think, like somebody wanted us to stat it out as Monster of the Week, <laughs> or as a monster there. Yeah. Um, and I happened to do that. <laughs> I was happy to oblige. <laughs> you know, um, and before we get much further into it, you yeah. did draw one, like, little would you say chibi style drawing of the Kentucky yeah. tree dolphin that I wish was a plushie? Cause that was really cool looking one day. <laughs> um, well, cause that even st- stems from another idea that like we were talking about, I think on, on, in that episode of like combining some stuff, because you'd mentioned uh, you, you'd sent me or, uh, and shared with me some uh, video feeds of like people using drones and like finding like urban, like ur- urban exploring, essentially like, abandoned places in like the woods of Kentucky and they uh one video was of like this like western themed theme park kind of thing like uh like uh, basically all the saloons and uh stables and stuff like that just in the middle of the woods yeah um and i kind of in my head i decided to smash those like the Kentucky tree dolphin and this abandoned theme park thing together to kind of give it a home <laughs> um so yeah, and then so basically the idea that for that um that I kind of came up with was that the Kentucky tree dolphin was um 
uh, had some either inspired somebody to like start uh, like to kind of create a, a mascot character for this theme park yeah. or had been sighted enough times in the area that they decided to like try and make it like a, a Bigfoot kind of um, uh, like roadside attraction kind of thing. Um, yeah. And so, so, yeah, you got the, the cute little like, because the creature I, I, I sketched out originally looks, I, I tried to like incorporate dolphin like aspects to it, but also kind of make it like alien. Yeah. Um, what with the like multiple different jointed arms and legs. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, and it'll be in the title card for this episode, either on YouTube or wherever I post the uh, the images for title cards. But yeah, um, or if you can check out my Twitter because I've I've posted a bunch since that <laughs> since that uh, since that episode. Um, but uh, yeah, so my my kind of in my head, my like uh, the potential idea for the like incorporating the theme park aspect is that so some person um started basically making and selling merchandise about this Kentucky tree dolphin. And the, the plushie looks like a harmless little dolphin, like cute little dolphin idea. Uh, and they even call it like, um, oh, what the hell did I even call it? It was like, uh, I want to say it was just like Dolphy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my idea is that the theme park, the reason why it's abandoned now and like no one's like really ever heard of it or anything like that. But even though like when the drone, uh, somebody using their drone like finds it, um, and there's like merchandise like, like kind of decaying and like uh, amidst like the rest of the ruin. Is my my impression is that the Kentucky tree dolphin itself, um, exhibited more of its influence on like its whole like de- memory devouring thing, and so basically people just kind of forgot about this place. <laughs> um, it's just like this like kind of random um hole in the map. Uh, yeah. That no one remembers because the the uh, tree dolphin basically was doing its its uh, its job as a cognivore and um, basically ate everybody's memory of it um, and potentially you're, even some people. But have who have now you're reverse hydra in this stuff, aren't you? I, I guess I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like uh, that idea. Yeah, um, we, we should probably explain what the reverse hydra is too. Yeah. Yeah, this is something to tear a shirt with you. So I think you're probably better equipped than me. I read it. Uh, I, I watched it. There's there's a whole video about it on YouTube that, you know, future you may want to uh, put a link in there too where there's actually a campaign that uh, somebody's re- retelling. Have you listened to that? I, ha- I haven't. Oh, I, I only saw like, uh, I read that uh, article she sent me. Um, I did not check the video. I'll post it in the description though. Oh yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, if, you know, I'll find it for you. Okay. Uh, is it false hi- the false hydra? False hydra, yeah, not reverse yeah. hydra. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up a quick thing for it. Maybe even future me can just uh quickly do a blurb right now. Boop. So the basic idea for the false hydra came from a guy named Goblin Punch on his blog spot, where he did an article on the creature, and basically this creature was inspired by the Dead Hand monster mini boss. Um, that is in Legend of Zelda Orca of Time at the bottom of the well in Kakariko Village. I'm going to use the descriptor that was given by the SkullSplitterDice.com blog for the creature's gimmick. So, <clears throat> uh, imagine you walk into a small town. Everything seems alright, except it's a little off. The town seems pretty big, but you don't see nearly as many people as there should be. Dozens of houses lie empty and dilapidated, and everybody you ask says nobody ever lived there. Animals keep freaking out unexpectedly. You trip over seemingly nothing. 
You arrive at an inn run by a lovely married couple. In the morning, only the wife remains, and she claims she never married. She cries when you press her about it, and she doesn't know why. This town is the unwitting lair of a false hydra, and you've probably already seen it and forgotten about it a dozen times since you got there. If you're a Doctor Who fan, the false hydra is basically the silence in D&D monster form. It relies heavily on its uh, blindness song to render itself invisible to everyone who comes across it, or at least to forget about it uh, when they come across it. So you have like these gaps in your memory um, of like reacting to something, but it, you don't know what it is. Like You can't recall what it is that you were reacting to, but you have that. And again, it eats people and it gestates and matures until like there's like nobody left in the town. For more information on this creature and its stats, I recommend that you go check out uh, Goblin Punch's blog at, for the article that inspired this whole thing, and go to uh, Skull Splitter Dice blog for the, the stats and uh, an article on the creature's phenomena. Back to you. Pass me. Boop. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, basically I, I ended up kind of coming with this, like, because uh, in that story from of Slade, um, there's a lot of, like, missing time <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And like some weird like uh, hallucinations and stuff that were totally not just them lo- having a bad trip <laughs> in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 just felt like it was uh, they were like it, it could easily be used or elaborated on that it was like some kind of like psychic attack that the creature was doing. Um, so I decided to give it like the whole cognivore nature and or element of like uh, basically um, stealing memory and stealing uh, your your cognitive thought processes. Um, so you're having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so those, th- those are my initial like kind of ideas for the, uh, for the Kentucky tree dolphin, uh, based off of what we, um, started with. And then what, what, what I eventually kind of mutated into <laughs> with that. Um, did you have any, um, uh, any ideas or thoughts for the Kentucky tree dolphin? All right. If story wise or game wise, like, which was- uh, I, I think for like both, like, Story or game, like, you know, I hadn't really considered much of the uh, cognitive devour. But, I mean, I, that was something you kind of you know, focus on. But as you mentioned, yeah. you start mentioning this. I'm reminded of, you know, these works that you read. Uh, it's probably documented on several podcasts at this point. One of my favorite authors is a man named Laird Barron, who did his big accomplishment or more well-known for the old leech uh, mythos, which is kind of a more nihilistic uh, Lovecraftian cosmic horror thing. But anyway, a lot of his work deals with uh, that's, it's definitely an unreliable narrator, but it's disjointed. And, you know, you're here and then you're here and it's like this dream trippy kind of landscape. And I really liked your idea that you were mentioning about there being a theme park. I would even think that a story like that would, I mean, you could, you could frame it as, you know, a, not like found footage, but a found location that, you know, like you said, everyone has completely forgotten. And in researching this, our team or writer or whatnot, probably this is going to be a Lovecraftian as I write on this, I hear the I hear the tree dolphin screeching outside my blah 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 kind of thing. But yeah. um, like there was no social media. 
there was no huge advertisement. This was a local cryptid that was, you know, cognizant enough to kind of, it knew that it had to hide its tracks. But, you know, at the same time, this community where this thing had seen had opened up a theme park and stuff like that. And I think it would be really interesting if you had a story where it's from an employee's point of view and it's just, you're kind of gradually, you know, maybe like diary entry kind of set up. That's pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're going from your new job and how busy it is. And then you've got several different entries of stuff. And basically it's getting, there's less and less people there. There's less and less restock, uh, restocked uh, items and stuff like that, like at the carnival games. But the one thing that remains a constant is just this whole pile of the Kentucky tree dolphin plushies <laughs> and memorabilia. Like that stuff yeah. is never being picked up because it's basically like that the creature's influence is like zapping that from this memory whatsoever. So everybody like everything's being picked over. Not too many people are going there because they're losing interest in the place because of the tree dolphin. And then pretty much, I think the last entry would be the, the employee would be the only one there. <laughs> I, I, I've, uh, I like where that's going. I'm actually kind of reminded. Uh, I've recently been playing um, Fallout 76. Uh, now that they've actually added a f- like Fallout a plot, content, a plot <laughs> yeah, plot <to> and <laughs> content um, because of the new uh, the new Wastelander update. Um, and playing it though, uh, it's in, first off, it's in Appalachia, so um, we've kind of got a, a similar kind of kind of vibe. If you don't mind me, like butchering Kentucky with or like or joining it into. Uh, the rest of Appalachia. I, I feel like this bit. is what well, is technically that area of Kentucky, like that is Appalachia. So okay. that over West Virginia, like, you no, know, you're correctly identified it. Right? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I didn't want to like just like loop, like, oh, it's like Canada. Like, oh, you guys all live in igloos, eh? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, like uh, playing through that game and like going to like certain areas that have been like ravaged by like the monsters and stuff, and finding log entries and finding multiple log entries of the same person, and then finding their body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that is like like it, it gave me like a really like creepy sense of existentialism <laughs> while I was playing through that game a little bit. Um, of just like listening in on these logs of these people like trying to survive in this like area, and then. By the last one, they're basically like, like, oh, maybe there's a shred of hope. And then, meanwhile, you've just picked that log up from the skeleton's hand, who was in the cl- that was in like a, a cabinet or something. Oh God. Um, yeah, it, there, there's some like really like creepy stuff with that. Yeah. Um, and like even um, I recently read through Metro 2033, and Artyom, the main character there, um, when he's on the surface of like the nuclear hellscape, he finds uh, one of the kiosk era uh, kiosk. Um, uh, shelters for like getting tickets and stuff down into the metro and he yeah. finds a body down in there um, as well as like basically writing all over the walls like at ground level uh, at like at um, like knee level because the person like had like sprained their leg and they walked they uh, they crawled back into their their old like work workspace waiting for this uh, nuclear apocalypse to kind of blow over and the whole and like all the 
writing on the wall, RTM's reading it, and it's like basically like this person's like last journal entries. And it's like takes place over the course of like weeks. Oh Lord. Yeah, it's like I think I think the uh and, and it also not to date us, even though I mean anybody who checks this out can see that we've like where when this got posted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um uh during the quarantine and some of that, I've heard a lot of, of tweets and memes about like people like like now that we're in quarantine, people should start writing journal entries and just leaving them around their house just in case <laughs> some <laughs> some some future like uh some future game player um stumbles upon their their the ruins of their home and find and want want to, wants to find those like uh those cr- creepy Easter egg things from video games. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like you're hitting right, like the, like a really good, like horror spot with like the, the journal entry format. If you, I think another thing would be nice would be just casual mentions of things. If you were going to sprinkle it around that story, because this is going to be one of these classic and, you know, well done, like old style monster tales where you finally see the thing at the end, or maybe not even all of it. You could even say, it doesn't have to be classic. I mean, Cloverfield, for better or worse, like you finally see it at the tail end. But yeah. like you could put little hints that there's like a sinister thing going on. Um, like maybe like like because I mean the way I um uh, like with that the plushie actually, it's like it, it it's like the plushie, but it's so much worse. It's so wrong. <laughs> like it's not yeah. it's not the it's the plushie, but it's not the plushie. It's like it just that just repeats for a little bit. <laughs> it it bends the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, know, you could say there's litigation, uh, a missing. Per- uh, I hate to say it, but I mean it's a it's a common thing that we prey on in literature and movies. You know, people's heartstrings. Like there's a mi- ch- a child has went missing, and uh, yeah. then there's like so that's that's heard it. Uh, you know, another thing would be such and such uh, went on break, and uh, you know, and then just casual mentions to that, to whereas slowly reality crumbles around our our narrator and even these things become like ephemeral to yeah. them like these facts that uh like i think it would be a nice little bit of foreshadowing i never really saw it as being a super super like evil thing but you know we could definitely skin it that way uh, yeah and uh, i mean like um one creature's indifference is our is our take on evil so yeah like, I mean, I may would... not mean to do this, but it just <laughs> yeah. does this. So that that's my first thing for the to show and tell, just the unreliable narrator, and then you know, reality breaks down around them, and then they're alone in the park, and then they hear the uh, the echo location. You could even kind of work that sound in. Oh yeah, like maybe that's like um, part of the psionic. Uh um sound for it or like like part of it like part of its uh like psionic organ or whatever <laughs> yeah you could even have it this other cues that are other than auditory because the and i'm kind of going back to the reverse is it reverse no false what do i false. say reverse hydra <laughs> i mean that's, that's not like something <laughs> you look up in urban dictionary it's like oh well we just need to give her the reverse hydra and you oh god your- <laughs> See, you're going that way. I'm thinking like every time I hear reverse Hydra, I'm just thinking of the Hydra like from Hercules, but like like put inside out, like like the, like that substance episode. <laughs> so if you would like to homage this episode of uh, Audit Rigor Mortis, if you could make up a uh, 
a urban dictionary definition for a reverse hydra. Oh no, please. <laughs> you control the power here. You can cut out everything I just said and it will be like I can. Happened. I won't, but I could. <laughs> you could become the tree dolphin. Oh god. Maybe that's what happened to the guy. Possibly. Actually, an, an idea that kind of came to me while you were talking about the um like people going missing and stuff like that as this guy's like what like taking like doing his journal entries uh, uh in the park um almost I, I they kind of take like the plushy thing it's like what if like the like every time somebody goes missing a few more plushies pop up here and there yeah so it's like uh I, i'm not sure like maybe it's like him seeing like uh you, did you ever play dead space 3 like the co-op no i have not okay there's um the, uh, there's like a spoilers for a game that's been out since like 2012, 2013. But um, uh, there, during the co-op missions, like so, the game Dead Space is all about like psychological horror and like visceral horror and stuff. Um, in the co-op, they didn't want to just have it be to, like a, a second player that like plays through for you. They actually gave it a character that you can play as, um, and they see the world differently than the main character or than the uh, than the, the the normal character. Um, this character is traumatized and like has some P- some serious PTSD um, uh, from his like backstory. And as you're playing the game, while the main while the first player is seeing like bodies like strung up and like corpses everywhere and stuff like that, and yeah, and even just like this weird like growths and mutations from like the the necromorph stuff, um, the the set player two actually doesn't see that stuff like that. He's seeing um, pres- uh, like wrapped presents and um, nutcrackers, like giant like tin soldiers and stuff that were like toys and presents and stuff like that that he um, uh, that his uh, that he would give his uh, his son from like his his dark backstory. And yeah. so there, I remember watching a let's play of it where one of the guys um, is like, uh, "You're seeing that," and it's like, "Hey, dude." Um, are you seeing like presents and and tin soldiers everywhere? He's like, N- no. What do you see in this room? Uh, just a lot of dead bodies and 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 uh, some messed up like organic stuff. And it's like, oh. <laughs> so you could almost have that like maybe his like his sense of his grip on reality starts skewing where like, uh, and you could reveal it to the very end that like, um, th- he starts seeing, um plushies and maybe other people like all the 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 other people also start seeing plushies, and that's why they're not reacting as badly but then like at the end you reveal like either like maybe through like a drone camera like on youtube like you like just describe that kind of thing and they're going through the video through the through the uh the theme park that's been like that they just discovered and they're finding like just bodies where the the plushies would be and there never was a true dolphin there would never there never was a um it was just some kind of like weird psychosis in the. It, it, uh, it was well, the theme it park was, itself, maybe even, <laughs> or maybe like, yeah, that that it's the theme park itself, or it's like whatever. Like we've inserted the tree dolphin there. Yeah. Kind of um. Oh God, what was that? That would be a, like a psychological horror kind of thing. Yeah. The uh, what was it? The the Fisher of Men kind of. Oh God! Yeah, the uh, Bryson Springs by Caleb Stokes. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, we've went down a dark road. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
they're actually uh, we went from like again psychic vampire cognivore cryptids to there is no spoon <laughs> it was all bodies all the way down <laughs> uh, so yeah that was kind of my meandering approach to things how about yourself yeah, again, I, I really stuck and like I, I went down a rabbit hole of cognivore cryptid stuff. Um, uh, have we described what the what what like or my my depiction of the of the Kentucky tree dolphin? Like, like the uh, I I think I just like said, oh, just check the images and stuff like that, <laughs> and like given like um uh, some imagery and stuff like that, or some like some brief descriptions of like the joints and stuff. But um, yeah, I guess. Now it's better late than never. Um, the 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 thing I I drew up for this thing uh, was uh, this kind of like alien cryptid, sinewy bodied like monster, um, with a head that like kind of resembles a, a a dolphin, like with the nose and stuff. Like that, even though the nose is actually more like in part of its like neck area. Um, because it is kind of like a humanoid thing. And like, I kind of gave like, there's a slit down the nose, like down the, the bottleneck of the, uh, of the, of the, uh, the dolphin like part of its uh, face um, that is closed most of the time. But like when it needs to like feed maybe on actual like flesh or like whatever um, it opens up like a vertical mouth kind of like, cause I, cause I just, I like gugs and like their design of like a vertical slit mouth kind of creature. Yeah. Um, and then I gave it like, again, to make it more alien, I gave it like multiple jointed arms. So it's got like, like two sets of two elbows. <laughs> um, and, uh, it's, uh, lower joints since I kind of made it more, a little bit like simian or arboreal. Um, it's, it's got basically like grasping hand claws, um, on its, uh, on its arms and on its legs. And, uh, just kind of like knuckle, like uses it like, like walks on its knuckles. Um, because again, I like the whole, I liked the, um, uh, the design, the, that kind of design for, uh, the aliens from, uh, Independence Day, where they walked on their, 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 uh, they didn't walk, they didn't like spread out their, 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 their toes or whatever. They, their toes like curled back like a hook almost. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's like a bunch of like little, like, spots and like holes and stuff on their body like that are just like again as in some kind of alien anatomy um I, I tried to keep some imagery of the dolphin so that like somebody would like think be able to like say it's like maybe some like some person like who rolled their sand check or like didn't pass their sand check they just like their mind just like kind of, oh yeah that's definitely a, a kentucky tree dolphin <laughs> um <clears throat> but uh yeah so I definitely fell down the hole of like cryptids, <laughs> um, less than more than uh, like they're like kind of uh, the white worm or, um, uh, I almost feel like for the your your idea for like the theme park like being like the presence itself like maybe it's like some kind of like spores in the ground like maybe it's like the cordyceps thing, oh, um, or some or some kind of like mushroom infection that's like in the in just specific to that area that like um, alters somebody's uh, alters people's perspectives. There's a lot of stuff in the air here that's fucked up. <laughs> I, I mean, I like honestly, like you know, CODIS is radioactive and stuff like that. And oh, yeah, like, in, in the regions mining. where there's the coal mining, it's like there's oddly enough a lot of cancer. Of course, Weird. you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, carcinogens. Yeah, that, I, it's like that in Tennessee too. I mean, just anywhere where there's mining and stuff like that, that's that radioactive element. 
you know, if I were going to give you like the quiz, the quasi central Kentucky story with this, um, are you aware of coon hunting? Or let me say uh, coon hunting, and then by, we call it. All right, so I, I don't. This isn't thing. It's something that's like you know, everybody does it, stuff like that. But back, I mean, I know people still do it and stuff. But you basically go hunting at night, and then and you can buy like real expensive headlamps, and uh, you use dogs, and you will just release them, and then they'll tr- they'll run through the woods, and they'll get the scent of a, a raccoon. And then they'll tree it. And then basically you just walk up to the tree that it's in. The dogs are barking and you just shoot the thing out of the tree and throw it in a bag and keep going. Mm-hmm. I I remember I went as a kid with my grandfather and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I know I'm kind of interjecting this in here. And again, no, this not, is not. This is kind anything. of a brainstorming thing. So, yeah. I You know, I kind of like a story where it's from a, from a young boy's point of view. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, you're out in the woods with grandfather mm-hmm. and, you know, you could either, you know, have something horrible happen. Grandfather gets, you know, taken out and then, you know, you're seeing the dying headlamp of his body as he's being dragged away kind of thing. And then you're alone in the woods. The dog's already been killed or something crazy like that. Or the way I would like to do it, because I value my grandparents, even in my fictional ones. Uh, you know, that's the warning that the, the you know grandfather calls back the dog. Two of the three come back. Yeah. Grandfather's like boys went hunting with his grandfather before. And like, you know, dogs will follow anything. And I guess you know, talent. They actually, honest to God, they make trackers to put in collars. And oh, you could oh, have yeah. a screen. That, that's that's the modern day rednecks. But yeah, like yeah, you could. Yeah. You can Sorry. GPS where the fuck your dog is and stuff like that. You could even have the, you know, your <laughs> aliens, this kind of moment you flip up. <laughs> there's your dog dots and then you, there's one dot. And then you see it just rapidly. You know, uh, and then you just the, hear the clicking, like the dolphin clicking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and then the, the grandfather, you know, they leave and stuff yeah. like that. And then you decide what um what like a, an older protagonist would encounter like is he going back probably not um are you are you picnicking or camping with your family and you hear that sound and then you could take it down to any number of like like your worst case nightmares that you want to is like oh where's the kids where's the do- like where's honey Honey, you know, you could go either way, just kind of, yeah, you know, the clicking sound. I, I kind of like, uh, sorry, sorry, it's like it. a predator and, and flipper. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, we've, we've just made flipper the predator, the yakja, the yakja, yakja flipper. <laughs> um, okay, so two things from that. I kind of want to see a scene where, like, the kid while he's while he's coon hunting with his with his pot with his grandpa, um. Uh, he gets separated from his de- from his grandpa. Like maybe he goes like maybe um the like one like you say like two of the the three dogs comes back and the kid in like kind of a burst of of irrationality uh, that it, that comes with being a child 
um he's like don't worry i'll go find him and then like runs off and like even despite hearing like the 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 um the fading uh protests of his grandfather in the back behind him and some of that and gets be... inevitably gets lost in the woods um it's a hilly area too i mean yeah. you could step off of a a bluff or something like that and the kid fall and break his leg or something like that or be knocked unconscious or, yeah you know um the idea i have like once they get lost once you get the kid lost uh when he's trying to find his grandpa or even like the dogs again either have um the sets of eyes like the the because uh in some of the images i've done of the the creature like i've really kind of i, I like the uh the idea of like seeing like kind of the 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 glow the that uh that that eye reflection that dogs and, and animals at, at night have when you shine a light near them or go a little bit more fantastic, go leaning into like the creature's um, abilities. Uh, it mimics the grandfather's light while you're, but like, but there's something off. Like he's, he can see the, a light, like, like his grandfather's uh, headlight or headlamp or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's hearing the clicking in that direction. Like it's 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 planting in that like image on its head or like in in the uh, in the kid or maybe that is something that it has it's capable of like mimicking like biologically, yeah. Um, and then yeah, like like and then like have the kid like come like get closer and then like find out realize that it's not his grandfather and start running. Eventually, like you said, finds the or uh, finds his grandfather and gets away. Um, and then years later, uh, he's with his own family like camping. Maybe at a, I don't know, maybe at one of those like tent, uh, those uh, tree tent uh, yeah. camping there's things, a, or there's a globe things. Yeah, the tree globe, um, or what have you, like uh, some kind of a, a campsite there, or like maybe they're going fishing with like the family, and um, while they're while he's like getting like the barbecue going or getting like the fire going, like for food and stuff of like that, um, he asks his wife or whoever. Uh, hey, where's where's uh, where's Billy? Uh, like the, his son or something like that now. And then just as he says that, that's when he he hears the clicking yeah. again, and that's where you end the the the, the story. That would be good. That just like good. no, like just like that horror at that horror, uh, not trope, but trend of just like having, like leaving the story in suspense at the very end. What about now? Uh, are, have you ever went uh, canoeing? Or kayaking yeah. or anything oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, we portage up here. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, and you're familiar with it from like previous game that I need to hurry up and edit <laughs> so right, we yes. can post <laughs> the uh, Delta Green ish one. But so there's a uh, man made, I'm going somewhere with this. There's okay. a uh, man made lake, uh, Cave Run Lake, and it uh, goes into the uh licking river and uh basically like i've done this before but you can it's a spillway of course there's a dam at this lake and all there's uh just where the the river is or stream maybe it's a stream that goes into the liver sleep creek i, I can't remember names yeah. but I, I put in on it before and uh i didn't do a really good job of marking off where uh there's, if I follow the river, there's a place by the road that I was aiming on getting off, uh, docking or, you know, getting on ground and pulling up. And then I would going to call my wife and have her come pick me up in the, the vehicle and I could, you know, strap the canoe on top of the Jeep and all that. It'd be cool. Well, 
I missed it. Me and a buddy of mine missed it. And like you, I don't know if you've been that alone before, but like following this river and going out on these farms and going through forests and shit like that, where there's no like civilization whatsoever. Like it's a very like unique feeling. Like we don't experience that every day. And I think, you know, if you were going to make this a bigger thing, you could have for like for like this, the boy's grown up, he's in college, or she's in college, and you're kayaking with your friends, and then you're out in the middle of nowhere, and then you start hearing the noises on one side of the river, answering on the other, noises on one side, oh. answering on the other, and it's just three kayaks or canoes going down here slowly. And everyone's curious, except for our narrator. Who's heard it before. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would be a good one. Because, like, I, I, and again, to kind of uh, tie it to the, to the theme park thing a little bit, um, maybe even, um, like, they're, they're lost, basically, out there in the, in the rivers and in the, the woods there. Um, they're hearing the clicking. Um, and it eventually like kind of takes them or like like either by the creature's own doing or just like by serendipity or something like that um it like they're trying to find shelter like they're not finding civilization they're basically lost in the woods like Blair Witch style kind of thing um and they Didn't find you... the theme park just in the middle of nowhere you look for that like i mean i'm serious i got lost like i knew yeah. where the fuck i was going to end up i was going to yeah. end up in Ohio river but like <laughs> i didn't know where I was and I missed yeah. this turn off. And I mean, like I found a marijuana patch on the oh, side and my, my God bless. He's like some people just don't grow up the same way. Uh, but this buddy of mine, I was <laughs> canoeing with, he's Hey Adam, is that marijuana? And all of a sudden I started hearing, burr, 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 or somebody had dogs tied up out there oh, where geez. that weed was. Yeah. And I've like, start paddling i'm I also carried a gun i didn't think i was going to get into a shootout but like we were somewhere where somebody didn't want us to be but like as i was going out in this area like i was looking for places to like figure out where the fuck i was so like i mean i was finding like old covered bridges that were like the slats were gone Oh God, that's ter- yeah. like to me. That's terrifying too. Like, oh, like, 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 the, like where there's where, where there was like an old road or something like that with like a one of those. But that, um, just a like, footpath, but it was it, it spanned across the river, and I actually I ended up going across one of those old ones. Like I was, it wasn't smart, but I didn't know where the fuck to get out of where I was. But you know, I, I actually think I saw a power line or a barn or something like that off the yeah. side of the river. And that would be probably something that if you're, you know, looking for civilization and you see a power line or a barn or any kind of structure, yeah, you're going to, you're, you're hundred percent correct. You're going to beeline right toward that. Yeah. Like up here, um, actually near where I live, um, uh, we've got a lot of woods. Like we're basically a subdivision or like a, a development in the woods. Like it's like a pocket of suburbs just, surrounded by wilderness um and uh i recently went on one of the the bike tra- one of the the bike trails just like the walk for about an hour with uh, some family yeah and because i mean had to get out of the house because cabin fever was kicking it was was kicking in oh yeah um, but uh 
and I, and I, we, I, I've, I've told stories either, either on the show or on Twitter about, uh, my coyote encounter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, we were walking out there and, uh, I did not realize just how many stone walls and like, per, like, uh, like far, old farm perimeter walls and foundations there are in the middle of that forest, like hundred year old, like, like, uh, properties, I guess that like of the where the farm just like gave out and they uh they abandoned it and so now there's just the forest reclaimed it after like a hundred uh like after a hundred years um because yeah there's just like all that's left is the cement foundations or like all the rocks that they they hewed out of the their fields and then like made a perimeter out of and then the farms went bust and the trees grew back within a hundred years and so now there's just this random uh rock wall in the middle of the woods where there really shouldn't be and add on that people while they're hiking will decide to take some of those rocks and make little anuk shook figures or say put a, a weird porcelain angel statue in the nook of a tree at the uh right next to one of those wood uh, those rock piles near the trail <laughs> and so you've got they, yourself a, you've got yourself a creepypasta <laughs> have you found any graves yet no, but we did find a lot of like uh, rock holes, like holes that were like they uh, put a bunch of the rocks in and stuff. Um, have not seen if, if there were any graves out there, they were unmarked. Some behind my uh, wife's parents' house, like I was walking back in that woods, and then I, you know, I start noticing the grounds like a depression, yeah, not huge, but you know, six, seven inches. And then I start looking at the shape of the depression. And you realize and it's it's a it's a it's a ca- yeah it's a casket or a pine box or something yeah. like that. Uh, but yeah, and I even found like the tin marker. I wouldn't call it a headstone, but I mean, God, who knows how how this is eighteen hundreds or something like that. Guaranteed. Yeah. But it's wild. Wow. <laughs> so tree dolphins. Sorry. Oh, no, it's great because like again, like the I think the tree dolphins like kind of the charm of it is like that like air of of like um, Appalachian. Such a cryptidness or like yeah. Americana cryptid, which again, like it's just like fear of the wilderness or what lies in the woods yeah. kind of thing is what we got going here. Um, is, is does Canada have as big of an emphasis on like ATVs and UTVs and stuff like that? Oh, is yeah. that a th- all right? Yeah, yeah. My one of my best friends growing up um, uh, had like two or three ATVs, and we had to get him out of a out of a, a mud mud uh, covered road once with them. So yeah. I'm, I'm, we're, as far as I can tell from my experience, uh, ATVs are fairly common. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, people or, around here, yeah. and I mean, I live right behind it. There's, uh, and I know there's a lot of natural gas coming out of uh, Canada as well. You know, this kind of story yeah. can be skinned like, you know, your ATV and there's parks that actually they've tried to reclaim old um, strip mines out here to make like ATV parks see cancer earlier conversation. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, you could have that, uh, you know, you're, the people are not on a boat. They're out riding around with their buddies and this could be your slasher. This would, this would be, if we're going to like, I'm kind of slowly making a transition here, I guess. But if you were making this into a game, that would be your fear itself game where you have like the archetypes or, uh, of characters and this is what they're doing you know another thing because i'm you know any of these cryptid stories that you encounter or horror in general is about being alone for the most part even yeah, if you're in a 
room full of people you're alone but you know somebody surveying to put a pipeline down and yeah. you know i've i've heard there was uh she's still my friend what the fuck am i talking about uh one of my uh closest noticed friends she's a uh she was a GIS major, so she did like maps and stuff. And when they were laying these lines out, she um, would have to go out in the wilderness and <laughs> use her equipment and map stuff out. And gotcha. there's there's been issues with bears she's had, which you know. I never. think I'm. <laughs> yeah, <never. laughs> my apologies. I've I've kind of digressed a little bit on you. No, it worked again. Like uh, it's kind of pulling in like the slasher vibe of like, uh, and also, again, another well used, another well talked about uh, idea for for being in the woods is being the park, being the surveyor or park ranger. Uh, again, see see the uh, um, the what are they called the uh, what's the uh, the the big park out west? Um, like Yosemite. Yeah, yeah, Yosemite or Yellowstone, like the um, those uh, like all the missing cases and like the bizarre missing cases, like they find a person's like like shoes like thirty store like thirty feet high up in a tree, like in a little like like just on a branch like hanging from a branch, or like some some old man like went missing and they find his cane, like up in the middle of, up on the top of a tree, like like where he should never have been able to have climbed up to. Yeah. Like okay. it's just like that kind of stuff is just so, yeah. Maybe maybe that's just chalked up to the Kentucky tree dolphin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except it's just not in Kentucky anymore. It's across the across the nation. Yeah, we just named it because it was here, and <laughs> that thing, honest to God, <laughs> that's the thing that scares me the fucking most. That missing four one one stuff. Of course, we've talked about it at length in the past and shit like yeah. that every every that time. That, you, that was the one that you were like. Uh, I think the first one you mentioned was like the one that you listened to our show when, uh, yeah. when we first met. So, mm-hmm. was exactly. the, uh, the Rescue Woods. <laughs> oh, every time I'm out in the woods by myself, hunting or anything like that, and I've like, read Don't see stairs. Don't see stairs. Don't see yeah. stairs. Don't see stairs. I, you hear weird things, but I, th- I tell you, I'm going to challenge you here. It's easy to make this whore. Why don't we? Make it cute. Like, how would you, what would you write? Or I this is probably more a game than a creepy pasta. Otherwise, it wouldn't yeah. be creepy. I mean, it could still be creepy pasta, but yeah, it's just really where yeah. you shift the whole, you think that the horror is about the monster, but really it's about the people. Yeah. <laughs> or about the other people, about like the, uh, the outsider people. But yeah. Um, honestly, it would probably go ET ish um, or Monster and Other Childish things okay. uh, in a big way. Like, maybe the, it's it 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 does like eat memory but it doesn't like it's um uh it like it nibbles <laughs> oh. it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't take a lot um and maybe it like uh like yeah like maybe we have like some kid who got lost in the woods and it befriended because you also see like you hear a lot of those stories from from again the missing uh the missing 411 um i think that's the name of it yeah that is correct yeah um where yeah you hear a lot of stuff from that about like uh kids who have been like the, the one or two kids that have been found they talk about like how like mr blankety blank the mr stick witch <laughs> um yeah. uh found them and uh or like was was taking care of them for a few for a few days or something like that well they were uh while people were searching for them 
and you're like, what the? F-? And then they, they describe this this creature, or this this person, and it's like basically like Bigfoot or like something else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could have like basically the cryptid not be a malevolent entity or at all, and just have it be like kind of a benevolent like help, friend to all the children kind of thing. <laughs> just have hey, Gamera just like tromping yeah. through the woods. All right, I'm gonna show my age here. I know I'm a little bit older than you, but like, do you remember the movie Baby? Uh, that's the one with the the long neck dinosaur, right? Yeah. Yes, I actually I, do remember watching that as a kid. I've, I've, my aunt took me to the movie theater to see it as a kid, and I remember that. I think I've, my parents probably rented it on VHS at one point in time too. But so for those of you that were not born in the '80s and went through all this here, uh, Baby is, um, I don't fucking remember much, but <laughs> I, if only we had Google. Yeah, if only there was a. I know there was a kid and all that, and they were in Amazon or something, and they find a baby dinosaur and stuff like that. And there's people after it, poachers or whatnot. I can't really remember, but at the end of the film, that's when you run into Mama, and Mama yeah. takes care of all the the bad people and stuff. So, you know, I would kind of, if I were going to make this a more ch- friendly kind of game, you know. Monster of the Week, uh, not so much, but yeah, Little Fears I think would be a great, a great system for that. It's like a bunch of kids befriend a baby tree dolphin, and yes, oh my god, and then what happens when Mama shows up? Yeah, Mama show. Well, you know, I would like to think the kids are okay and Mama's not going to get them, but yeah, but I mean, like maybe they, like have, oh yeah, you could also like um have the government people and then. Just as the government people are like enclosing in on the kids, who then have like a uh, mama tree dolphin yeah. show I up. Think, I think YouTubers would be great because fuck those guys. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah, you, yeah, like YouTubers or like those. Yeah, they're trying to like find. They're trying to find cryptids or something like that. Yeah. Um, honestly, what was it? I was just watching a bunch of like top five scary videos from from somebody on there. And it, it almost like I started. I had this idea, like, oh, like I, I think honestly, if I was going to, if we were, if we were going to use this, I might suggest um, the if the YouTuber group be called a uh, um, Internet's creepiest home videos. Yeah, <laughs> because like that's honestly like I, I'm I, I will be surprised if that hasn't been used as a YouTube channel yet. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's basically like American Homes videos, but like um, uh, the YouTube version for <laughs> creepy videos because there's all those like different YouTube channels where like they're like. Oh, here's the top five creepy videos that you shouldn't watch in the dark, or something yeah. like that. And then now they've started like, oh, you can post um your if you, your own creepy videos that you think um uh are are noteworthy, and would uh if you'd like to have a chance to have it posted on our on our episode one of our episodes coming up. Um. So yeah, I think like maybe even have like somebody who's like trying like a, just a, a desperate group of like content creators. Is this, they've got something, and once they catch whiff of it in hell or high water and it doesn't matter who they hurt and um you know i've got your closing scene i don't know how you're going to get there but i've got your closing scene right here so the people have been dealt with one way or another maybe their maybe their memories have all been devoured and it's not going to be as evil bloodshed uh retribution kind of thing at the end but yeah and all, and then our our kids or kid that has befriended the baby, and there's that tearful saying goodbye to ET moment. But instead of, uh, by the way, ET the extraterrestrial, but uh, 
the I feel like I have to say that every time I say I see that. But yeah. Um yeah, as they're saying goodbye, then the little baby tree dolphin puts its head up to the main player protagonist and with tears in its little dolphin eyes, it takes its memory the, the kids' memories of him away. Oh, I was just thinking that <laughs> See, I would also go a little bit further. Like that happens, and then um, I don't know if this might this might ruin the ending, like that that kind of tearful ending. But like years down the road, the kid grows up and is in the area where the where like they were like they're camping with their kids and like family. Um, and again, it it rather you it, it's like like the like the horror version, but like a little bit like a slightly different twinge. Um, uh, while they're while they're out camping and while their um, their kids are playing just off in the woods slightly, uh, and they're they're uh, he's cooking some food, uh, and he uh, he calls the kids, and then he hears a faint like like the uh, the the the, de- the the dolphin echo uh, like type or typing, um, the clicking, <laughs> yeah. um, and like there's like a, a like a like a an, a moment of recognition, and then that's where you end it. Oh Lord. Like maybe even like a, a, like maybe like he stopped crying when uh, when the Kentucky Tree Dolphin like uh, wiped his memory the first time, yeah. And then as soon as he hears the clicking again, the tear the tears continue like years later. So yeah, man, that's a that's a really kind of a wistful gut check kind of ending where you know we know what was lost, but maybe the person does, maybe they don't, maybe they have like an inkling of it, but yeah. yep. For a second, I thought you were going to do like a fox and a hound ending, where all of a sudden they're kind of adversarial until they remember each other or something. I, I, I mean, know. you could do that too. Like maybe even have like because like the from, from the adult point of view, the adult point of view, like it's something that is threat might be threatening its uh, his 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 family, his kids. Yeah. Like maybe he, again, like again, we go with like that horror scene. Just flip it a little bit, where like he asks where his kids are like or, or like calls them and then you hear the clicking but like not the kids so he goes rushing out with the rifle um scared for his children and then he goes out there and and like finds his kids um and they just say that they were they were just playing with someone and then when he asks who then you get the uh, the clicking and then like that recognition kind of comes back to him yeah man this is a really nice ending i, I dig that yeah do all creepy pastas end out happy? Sometimes, you know, honestly, sometimes um, this is what we like. To, uh, this actually, the what, what we just described is what me and uh, me and my fellow co-hosts like to describe as buddy horror. <laughs> um, not body horror, but buddy <laughs> horror. <laughs> when like two, like when 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 a character befriends one of the monsters, and then like, there is some horror aspects to it, but it's like got kind of a happyish ending, or sometimes it's not so happy ending. But yeah. Um. Okay. Again, it's basically like I mean, creepypastas can have happy endings. It's just they're usually not because that's what's what spooks people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I, I dig that idea. It, but maybe again, I'm also a sucker for ET and like Mac and me and oh those, yeah, those kind of uh, those kind of fiction because I grew up on like those kind of like I grew up on picking up those movies from the local uh, movie warehouse rental uh, rental store. So they had those down here too. Yeah. Oh god, I missed that rental store. It was so good. It had like all of these like full moon entertainment like family films and stuff like that, like just the like the B-rated horror, like B-rated horror and B-rated like ET style like St- like Spielberg wannabe movies. Yeah. 
Oh. Did you ever notice that like you knew you were getting a shitty movie when you picked up the case and then like you could move it around and it had like one of those holographic like, oh, it's a person. Oh, it's a werewolf. It's a person. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> if you had a VHS with that on it, it was pure shit. <laughs> yep. Ah, shoot. Oh, wait. My Lost World disc, uh, my, my, my Lost World uh, Jurassic Park uh, VHS had that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think I think that there's not a whole lot else more to be said regarding the Kentucky Tree Dolphin. Um, we've got a fair. I think what we've we've come up with is some pretty solid stuff for like both a story or even like a game scenario. Like you could have any of these story ideas, like write them up for a creepypasta to post, or even like. Um, like use them in like Delta Green, Fear Itself, um, uh, Little Fears, Monster of the Monster of the Childish Things. Uh, especially by the, the the last ones, I think a Little Fears game would be interesting because it would it would basically be a game not about the monster being the monster, like being the 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 antagonist. Um, but it would be basically like the G Men or like the 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 asshole YouTubers who are just trying to get the views. Um, yeah. Uh, and like damn damn what it harms uh or like damn what it damages yeah. um like have that like kind of thing and then like yeah you could even have that like final like note like scene of like him like the kids uh older now like they've uh they've grown up they've had the kids of their own they're all like on a on like a camping trip because they've all stayed like kind of st- stayed in touch with each other and they've decided to do like a summer camping trip and then they hear the clicking and then boom like, that's where you end the se- the story where you end the scenario yeah um no it's just i love how how we you you dropped this this name <laughs> um <laughs> just as a joke <laughs> from 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 when we were like brainstorming of what the hell was in the woods of slade kentucky uh in that episode and then i kind of just went down the deep like down the rabbit hole <laughs> on like <laughs> drawing it up and then like adding my own little mythos or like my own little like things to it and then like i just felt like we needed to talk about it as an episode <laughs> so um uh, is there anything else you'd like to to bring up with the concerning the kentucky tree dolphin or i'm you know i'm tickled that it, it took fire like it did with you i totally like i said i just thought i was just being a smart ass and then <laughs> like it, we, it you know it it turned into this and all the artwork and I, I was really I'm I'm glad to have been able to contribute to that. It you know, you all I'm listening, I'm tuning in to you know, for our next episode where we talk about the South Alabama Alawa potato squid. But um <laughs> Okay, don't don't give me ideas. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot. Oh, but uh, yeah. It, and oh you dig it up and you see tentacles wrapping around a shovel but anyway i i just sowed I that seed out. oh yeah <laughs> damn it i could I, I, i'm like my brain's already starting to like formulate like how to connect this to the shunned house from lovecraft <laughs> god damn it oh, I've, I've got something for that i'll tell you about that later okay. but <laughs> all in all i'm glad that you know to return to earlier analogies that we could take just this really full load of manure and sprout a beautiful Kentucky tree dolphin out of it. I feel like we've, this is like a re- web redemption where we redeem somebody else on the web. I was almost going to say, this is almost like, um, yeah, like it, it's like we're, we're, we took, 
we took somebody's like uh somebody uh, like somebody's story that like wasn't the best okay it was it was pretty shitty um, <laughs> uh i don't like to be that mean sometimes but um but yeah it was it wasn't it wasn't very good um but we found something out of it or we 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 were inspired by it to do this and it's almost like um our our patreon episodes that we have for el dente the the, the plot growers yeah um because <laughs> we take the the manure of of, uh, of something bad or something that we didn't like something something Infumed us enough that we wanted that, like that, we had to like create something good from it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of you know, there's there's no stupid uh, questions. Only well, yes, there are stupid questions, but uh, you know, even something good can come from it. You know, and uh, the discussion that takes place or whatnot. And you know what? I'm talking a lot of crap about this person, but I haven't written anything that prolific that uh, you know, and posted on the internet since. Final Fantasy fan fiction back in 1997, maybe, but you know, <laughs> hey, don't you judge me, goddammit. All right, all I'll say it is, uh, I'm gonna need a copy of that so we can add to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it went down when GeoCities went down, man. <laughs> okay, that nugget of joy, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it. I, I guess, like, if anything, um, possibly tune in uh, to uh, to One Less Die and maybe uh, RPX um, when, if I, if uh, I'm going to say when I get around to uh, to running Cognivore Country. <laughs> You're pretty prolific with this stuff. There's not an if. There is a when. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and we'll we'll post if if, if or, again when it gets done. I will I will make sure to. Uh, um, to bring it to t- bring that to attention for uh, for anybody who listens to our uh, who follows us on Al Dente and doesn't necessarily follow uh, One Less Die or the Role Playing Exchange podcast, which shame on you <laughs> or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's a good good wrap up for the episode. Um, uh, Adam, would you like to uh, sound off on uh, any kind of uh, plugs and stuff for for oh. your? your fantastic actual play podcast. Oh, well, thank you. I would love to uh, appreciate that. So yeah, I, I, I'm not in charge necessarily. I'm just the one everybody turns to, but yeah, I do the uh, role point exchange. That's www.roadpointexchange.com. We release typically two actual plays a month. And then we do a talkie episode and uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash role point exchange, which we, just take the money and turn it back over to the podcast some form fashion. I'm paranoid about actually making money off the stuff I enjoy. And uh yeah, you can also reach out to us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the real point exchange. And we also are on Twitter at R P E X C H A N G E. And I actually Old man Thornsburg here has a lot more fun on Twitter than he does Facebook. So you would probably find I put more smart ass comments on Twitter. I don't think a lot of people look at Facebook. So, you know, if you want the best of us, check out Twitter. All right. Um, and yeah, you can check out Al Dente uh, or leave a comment uh, for uh, for any uh, for this episode. If you like what you heard or if you didn't, if you're like, I want the, the Ohio <laughs> The Ohio gravel, uh, the Ohio gravel eel. <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, like just leave us a comment in the comment section below where it gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're also on Twitter, um, or I am, uh, as the official correspondent for Aldente Rigamortis at Review Cultist. Um, you can also send us emails at Aldente Rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G M O R G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky urban legends, and creepy internet stories that are not skeevy in any way. Please do not send us any kind of like, yeah, no, no, don't send us that. Creepy as in like horror, not like creepy as in like too real. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just uh, you can send us an email there. Um, you know, you though, also... how for, oh, go ahead, keep talking. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can also, uh, you can also contact, uh, uh help uh, support us on Patreon um, at Al Dente Rigamortis. And we have special episodes, early access, extra content, uh, all for either $2 or $5. For our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to the listeners of the show and the authors of the stories that we usually <laughs> read about, talk about, or and the story that, we, that, that, that spawned this off-common that's turned into a cryptid, uh, thank you guys immensely, because, well, without your listenership, we wouldn't have much of a show. And without your stories and um, kind of inspirational fodder, we definitely wouldn't have much of a show. Uh, so thank you. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Adam. <laughs> and this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>